Hi everyone, Josh Kest here. Over the past several decades, governments and institutions have increasingly taken control of money to the point that most people are unable to attain any degree of financial self-sovereignty. Most purchases are made using bank accounts and credit cards, and the supply of all fiat currencies is tightly controlled by government leaders, who print new money and wreak inflationary havoc at will. Anyone who wants to take control of their own money is unfortunately out of luck. Or at least they were until the advent of Bitcoin. Bitcoin has value in and of itself because it's not a government or bank debt. It's just money. On top of that, Bitcoin doesn't rely on any government or institution to run it. In fact, Bitcoin doesn't care even if they don't want it to run at all. Bitcoin is free to money, open to everyone, all the time. Fiat, on the other hand, is quite literally a liability of the government that issues it. The more debt the governments issue in the form of fiat currencies, the less the fiat that you already have is worth. And history has shown that governments will issue as much debt as they possibly can. The United States is an example of that, having issued tens of trillions of dollars of new debt in just the past two decades. It should come as no surprise then that Bitcoin usage is seeing explosive growth while the entire fiat system begins to crack under the weight of excess debt, rampant money printing, and runaway inflation. Bitcoin flourishes by providing its users with an open system in which each contribution is protected over the course of time by a hard supply cap and a decentralized worldwide network of miners and nodes. Meanwhile, fiat currencies are on the decline because we finally have an escape hatch from the tight-fisted authoritarian deception of politicians around the world. It seems the governments are beginning to see the writing on the wall, and many of them have no intent of going quietly into the night. Some will follow the path of China, which has attempted unsuccessfully, I might add, to eradicate Bitcoin usage by banning everything short of citizens holding onto the Bitcoin that they already own. Others may instead try to emulate the United States, which has stopped short of banning Bitcoin outright, but seems to be on a path to regulating it as much as possible. Bitcoin is unique, though, because it's impossible to restrict it. Governments can try to force corporate Bitcoin miners to block certain transactions, but can't do anything to ensure that small miners who slip under their radar won't win a block and send those same transactions through. They can try and subvert the Bitcoin network through biased commentary about Bitcoin's energy usage, but they can't stop people from plugging their computers into the network using whatever energy source they want. They can confiscate Bitcoin held by crypto banks and custodians, but they can't confiscate self-custody Bitcoin that the holder refuses to give up at all costs. That last point is particularly important. I'm a firm believer that Bitcoin is safest when it's custodied by its holder. No matter how convenient or rewarding crypto banks may make their offerings seem, if you don't control the keys to your Bitcoin, then you own it only as long as the crypto bank or the government regulating it allows it. After all, if the government comes knocking and tells the people running the crypto bank to give up your Bitcoin, do you think they're going to protect your money over their business? No. They'll give you and your Bitcoin up in a flash. Self-custody may seem scary to some, but the learning curve is well worth it so that you can take complete control of your money. No force on earth can take your Bitcoin away from you if your private key is protected and known only to you.